Hello and welcome. Today we are going to dig deep and look at depression. We will look through God's word. We will look at different things you can do in order to face depression. And we will also look at how we can hang on to God's word during this time. Before we start, as always, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, we thank you, Lord Jesus. We thank you for your grace, Father. We thank you that you are good, God. So, Lord, we ask that you anoint every word that is spoken, that you prepare our hearts, Lord Jesus. Prepare our spirits so we can receive from you. Not only receive, Lord, give us the strength also to arise, Lord. We know that it is hard, Lord, when the cloud of depression is landed on us, Lord. That our energy ebbs, Father God. So, Father, as it is written in your word, Lord, you are our strength and you are our salvation. So, Father, we just rest in you today, Lord, to receive, Lord, as your children. We say, Lord, speak your servants listen in jesus name we submit father and we just ask for protected times during this time we plead the blood of jesus unto each one we just stand against the spirit of stress lord and the spirit of depression in jesus name father we just ask for focus and concentration lord and father god ears that hear and hearts that are quick father god to obey your word and your way in jesus mighty name we pray amen um so what depression can look like is a little bit different for everybody a lot of people think of depression and they think of sadness but sometimes it shows itself up with um, apathy where you can't just move, you can't do anything. And also you might have the desire to isolate. These are all symptoms. You might have mental fog. You might also have a lack of energy. And then some people will also have um, thoughts of suicide. And sometimes it also affects our mood, you know, and we might have feelings of hopelessness, guilt, anxiety, loss of interest in things that we need. We used to take joy in and pleasure in, change in appetite. And this can work both ways. Some people have a decrease in appetite, whereas others have a reduction in appetite. Changing patterns in sleep, the way you used to sleep, some people sleep a lot, some people have lack of sleep because of that inability to concentrate and focus is another um, symptom that you might you might see and sometimes we just feel like we don't have any energy and we're just ran down and i know that these are all things that y'all can look over online or talk to somebody about but what i really want to focus on today is looking at how we can overcome depression so we will look at different things that probably you know and some that are new because as we learn, um, get together, as the Bible says, iron sharpens iron, we will look at God's word. So the first thing we're going to look at, and I'll go through this really quick, is diet. Um, the, what we eat, what we put in our body has an impact on how we feel. Um, so if you are... Um, have those symptoms of depression or you do deal with the depression one of the things you can do is look at your diet for instance one of the adjust drinking a lot of water also helps hydrating 
um, reducing the amount of caffeine that you drink. So if you're a coffee drinker, you can think about maybe going decaf or reducing the number of cups of coffee that you drink during the day. And then increase physical activity, going for a walk, remaining, you know, active, keeping your vo- your body in movement, or for those who are there, exercise. But we also have to make sure that our health is where it should be if we're going to exercise. So even just stretching in the morning when you get up, you know, stretching your arms, stretching your legs, you know, things like that, so your back and so on, doing stretches is also good Um physical activity if you're studying depending on your level of health and these are things that we just know and also another thing that we we need to look at is getting help from others you know there are times when we are at a point where it's really hard to do anything having somebody who will come knock on your door or call you and say hey are you out of bed have you gotten how are you doing today what have you done today also helps so having a close family member or friend or somebody at home if you're living with somebody to help you with this will help and then another thing is controlling your thinking the bible tells us that we should catch every thought captive and challenge every thought so we have to be careful not to ruminate on thoughts that is thinking of a thought over and over and turning it over mind because after a while it's like a thread it runs away from us what if this happened what is with the heart and we get in 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 um immersed in that and it becomes a circle and before you know that some of those thoughts um, might end up causing even deeper um, episodes of depression for instance if you're going through a loss maybe going through a divorce maybe an illness a chronic illness if you run with one of those thoughts that are aligned with that it might um, end up not being helpful so what do we do with that what we can do is we can counteract those thoughts negative thoughts with positive thoughts which in this case we will focus on god's truth what does god say if it's a thought let's say that i'm ruminating on or thinking about where somebody told me that i was worthless what i might do is think of what other people around me say what does my family say what does my best friend say what does my pastor say about me what does god say about me and focusing on the truth even when we don't feel it so we confirm we confirm god's truth and we reject the negative thoughts that we have and we stand on the truth we not only stand on it and confirm it and reject the negative thoughts but we also verbalize it because there is power in the tongue there is power in saying it out and releasing it so for instance the example we were looking at if somebody said i am worthless or i am unlovable i can say you know what he says that i am unlovable but my friend and several of my friends have told me that they love me they have told me how they enjoy my company how they um delight in being with me and what a blessing it is to be friends with me and also i see in god's word that god says that jesus loved me so much that he died for me and i know that sometimes we 
take that a little lightly. But think of if you have a child or a son. Think of having your son, loving someone so much that you have your son die for them so that they can get life, so they can um, attain freedom. That's how much God loves us. Looking up Bible verses on love and your worth to God and your worth as a person also helps. We know that in the Bible we are told that we were knit in our mother's wombs that God he that we are fearfully and wonderfully made and that is a truth so we hold on to the truth when the negative thought comes we reject it we confirm the truth and we verbalize it you can even write it down you say to yourself in your heart and you repeat that truth based on God's word another thing that we can do to overcome depression is also reading scripture from the Bible. So right here, we will start off with discovering what the Bible says. We will start off with John 8.32. And then we will go on. So John 8.32 reads, verse 32. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall, shall set you free, shall make you free. So when we know what God's truth says about us, we attain freedom as it is written. So we'll pray that right now. Father, we thank you. We thank you that your word is truth, Lord Jesus. And through the truth of your word, we are set free. So today, Lord, we receive your truth in Jesus' name. And Father God, we stand on your truth. We reject all negative thoughts, Lord Jesus. We cast them out in Jesus' name into the lake of fire where they belong, Lord. And we receive your truth, Father God, which sets us free in Jesus' name. Um, Psalm 107 verse 19 then reads then they cried out to the lord in their trouble and he saved them out of their distresses he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their distractions oh lord jesus Oh, thank you, Father, that you, Lord, Father God, you save us from our distress. So today, Lord, we lift up our hands, Lord, and we ask you to save us from your distress, from our distress as it is written. Because you say in your word that they, we cried out to you, Lord. When we cry out to you, Lord, in our trouble, Lord, and Father God, this, this, heaviness of depression father god is trouble lord so father we lift it up to you lord jesus and we say father you lord father god save us lord save your children father god out of their distress lord father god because it is written in your word here lord we are looking at it father and it says that you sent your word lord and you healed them all, Father. So, Father, we receive that healing, Father God. We receive that healing, Lord, Father God. And it also goes on and say, you delivered them from the destruction. You are able to deliver us from the destruction of depression, from the heavy cloud, Father God, of depression, lifted lord jesus from our souls father god so that we may experience joy the joy of our salvation oh father god 
in Jesus mighty name we pray Lord we stand in your word Lord because your word is truth amen Psalm 19 we are looking at verse 7 and it reads Psalm 19 7 the law of the Lord is perfect converting the soul the testimony of the Lord is sure making wise the simple the statutes of the Lord are right rejoicing the heart the commandment of the Lord is pure enlightening the eyes the fear of the Lord is clean enduring forever amen amen father your law father your commandments your way father God are perfect Lord and they convert souls father God they convert our souls Lord Jesus and father God your testimony is sure Lord Jesus they're not crooked ways father God is the way to righteousness Lord the way of honor and righteousness and truth father God making us Lord father God who are simple wise Lord Jesus Lord father God your statutes are right father God rejoice in the heart Lord so father we ask Lord Jesus that our hearts may rejoice and be glad in you father God your commandments Lord are pure father they enlighten the eyes so father we ask that you enlighten our eyes father let us be able to see father give us discernment Lord as we walk through this path Lord as they walk through this path in Jesus mighty name we pray we are gonna look at another Bible verse and pray through that as well this one is from Matthew 26 we are looking at verse 38 and it reads then he said to them my soul is exceedingly sorrowful even to death stay here and watch with me and those were the, the words of Jesus oh Lord Jesus in Jesus name we come before you Lord we know father that you have experienced father God grief and sorrow you are not a God who has not experienced how it is to be human Lord you suffer on earth Lord so father God you are compassionate father God you are compassionate and understand our very suffering as those who are being crushed father God by depression you understand that father God and you have compassion over us Lord so father we thank you father for your compassion Lord Jesus we thank you for your mercy Lord God in Jesus name second corinthians chapter 4 verse 8 and it's it reads we are hard pressed on every side yet not crushed we are perplexed but not in despair persecuted but not forsaken struck down but not destroyed always carrying about in the body the dying of the lord jesus and the life of jesus also may be manifested in our body amen amen thank you jesus in the name of jesus thank you lord father god that 
even though we are hard pressed father god by depression lord jesus we know that we will not perish we will not be crushed even though we are perplexed father god we know that we will not go into complete despair lord even though we are persecuted father god but this depressive spirit father god we know that we are not forsaken lord we may be struck down but we know that we will not be destroyed lord jesus father help us to always carry about it and ask father god the dying of the lord jesus christ that the life of jesus christ may be manifested in our bodies in jesus name we pray we're going to look at yet another bible verse here give it give me a moment and this one comes from um second corinthians Seven. This is from Second Corinthians. Um, we're looking at chapter one and verse three, and it reads: "It is titled Comfort in Suffering." Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort. who comforts us in all tribulation and that we may be able to comfort those who are in trouble with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. Thank you Jesus that you are comforter. You are the father of mercies and that God you comfort us during our times of trouble and tribulation so that we may even while we are walking through the heaviness and of depression and tribulation father god that we might face in other areas lord the lord we are able you are able to strengthen us so that we may be able to strengthen others who are also hurting and in discomfort in jesus name we thank you thank you So today um one of the things I would also like to cover is also how we can also besides reading scripture we can also seek professional counsel and seeking counsel is not a sign of weakness because the bible tells us there is wisdom in a multitude in the multitude of counselors in the counselor in the counsel of wise of um that there is wisdom in the counsel of white counselors. So, another thing, sometimes the depression might come to the point where it's clinical depression and sometimes medication might be something that might um we may be um encouraged to take. So, here are some things that I would like you to reflect upon. We read 1 Corinthians 9:26 to 27. And in that Bible verse, I'm going to pull it out here so that I can be looking at it while I talk to y'all. So, in that Bible verse, in that fi- Bible verse, that's 1 Corinthians where are you okay second corinthians 1 verses 3 to 4 what is what is the purpose of god's comfort 
what's the purpose in what's God's purpose in comforting you according to 2 Corinthians um 1:3-4 Think about it this is what it reads it says praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort who comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble which in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God so this is something i want you to think about for for a few minutes i'm going to just um pause here and you can write that down what is god's purpose in comforting you according to second corinthians 1 verses 3 to 4 I'm going to give you 2 minutes to think about that and we'll have a little bit of music while that goes along and you can write that Fifteen more minutes. I'm in seconds left. If you want to finish up, please. Another thing I would like you to look at here is when we look at 1 Kings 19 verses 4 to 8. What do you learn about what do you learn about God there and how do you think he sees you based on this while you're going through depression? And that would be that Bible Bible verse is First Kings, and I'm gonna pull it out here for you, so we can look at it together. I can find it. Just give me a few moments here. First Kings.
have to pull it from my Bible rather than from my notes. You can look for it also in your own Bible and pull it out from there. 1 Kings 19. I have it here. I had just not tagged it. So it's 1 Kings chapter 19 from verse 4. We're going to read that. And this is after um, Elijah had escaped from Jezebel, if you know the story. But verse 4, and if you don't, you can go back and kind of scan through and um, see the backstory there. But here he has escaped from Jezebel. Verse 4 reads, but he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness and came and sat down under a broom tree. And he played, he prayed that he might die and said, It is enough. Now, Lord, take my life, for I am no better than my father's. Then, as he lay and slept under a broom tree, suddenly an angel touched him and said to him, Arise and eat. Verse 6. Then he looked, and there by his head was a cake baked on coals and a jar of water. So he ate and drank and lay down again. And the angel of the Lord came back the second time and touched him and said, Arise and eat, because the journey is too great for you. Verse 8. So he arose and he ate and drank. And he went in the strength of that food forty days and forty nights. As for as far as Horeb, the mountain of God. Amen. So what does that passage speak to you about God when we are in suffering? You see here, Elijah, he is depressed to the point of death. He says, you know, it is enough. Now, Lord, take my life for I am no better than my father's. So then the angel of the Lord, which we know was brought, was sent by God himself, came and gave him food. He came twice and gave him food and gave him supply. The last food he ate, it says that it sustained him and gave him strength for 40 days and 40 nights. So what does this tell you about God? And what do you think he sees? How he sees you based on what you're going through, through the depression you're going through, through this season. And I will give you a minute to kind of think about that and just write down if you draw, draw, whichever way. But I really want you to think about this because it is really important for us to understand God's character when we are walking through hard times, when we are walking through something that seems so heavy and that in our own strength, we feel that we cannot rise up from, it is very important to know who God is because we can stand on that truth even when we don't feel it, even when things are hard. So I'll give you all a minute to work on that. We'll have some music.
seconds left. So after writing that, later on, just reflect on those. Here's another thing I'd like you to do for me. I, we talked about the things that we can do to counteract depression. So I want you to write down these habits, different habits that you have, and this is how you will categorize them. The first one is rest. The second one is diet. Third one is exercise or activity. And the next one is spiritual discipline. And the last one is play. So I want you, after this podcast or when you have time or when you do your um, devotion, whether morning or evening, whichever time you've carved out to spend with God, to just write the current habits that you have in all those areas and just put them before God and come up with a next step as far as diet, rest is concerned. Diet, exercise, spiritual discipline, and play. You know, um, we are made to rest. God has taught us to rest, you know. In the beginning, he created the heavens and the earth, you know. And then during the seventh day, he rested. He's God. He does not need to rest. But he's a good father. And he knew that his children were watching, you know, that we will read that. So he was modeling for us how we were to behave, to carve up that time for rest. So, you know, then prayerfully put your next step. What am I going to do as far as rest goes? What about diet? You know, this is a process. What are you going to cut out? Maybe drink more water. Maybe um, eat a fruit a day, something. What are you going to do better when it comes to diet? How are you going to improve your diet? Prayerfully write it down. Stamp it down. What about exercise of movement? Is it going to be the stretching we talked about in the morning or in the evening? Or is it going to be... Um, actually doing a few exercises here and there is it going for a walk is it running for 10 you know for 10 minutes five minutes whatever it is you can endure is it getting out of the house and just walking around the house or in the front um what is it going to be for you spiritual discipline prayer um reading your bible your, your carved out time with god you know it doesn't have to be hours it can be 15 minutes it can be sitting right there, laying there before God in his presence, having praise and worship music and just praising God. There's so much power in praising God, especially when you're going through a hard time. What is it going to be for you? Reading God's word, pray, spending time in God's presence. What will you do your next step? What is your habit right now? What is it that you are putting before God and saying, God, I'm putting the stake down for this one and play? What pleasurable activity will you do a few minutes a day? Is it playing a board game? Is it listening to music? Is it um, if you got as gifted in playing music, maybe playing your guitar, maybe sitting down by your piano? What is it that you will do? Is it drawing? 
that brings you um, pleasure, you know, and brings you joy, what is it that you will do? And of course, in all these areas, it has to be within the confines of what the Bible says and the confines of God's word and um, within righteousness lot. Um, so we have talked about a lot. I know I've thrown a lot at you. You can go back and listen to this and read those Bible um, verses yourself. You can pause and read it. Please make sure that as we read these Bible verses, I know I go a little bit fast, but make sure that you open them up on your Bible. I really believe in like opening up your Bible and reading God's word directly there, especially when things are rough. I want to take it from this right from the source from God's word and read it there from the Bible. In closing, I would like to encourage you with these words that come from um, 1 Kings, still chapter 19, and we will start reading from verse 11. We'll go all the way to verse 12. And it reads, Then he said, Go out and stand on the mountain before the Lord, and behold, the Lord passed by, and a great and strong wind tore into the mountains and broke the rocks in pieces before the Lord, but the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a still, small voice. Y'all, I just want to encourage you and let you know that sometimes it's not in the earth-shattering moments or events, in the spectacular or magnificent. It is in that the God appears. Sometimes it's just in you lying there on your bed, not having the strength to open your Bible, but having just enough strength to play, to press that play, bu- um, play button on your Bible, on your Bible app, and lay there and let God's word just wash over you. Yo, I know how depression looks like. And I know how hard it is sometimes just to move, just to do something, just to get out of bed. But, you know, like I said, sometimes it's not in the huge things. It's just in that miracle that you're able to open your Bible, that you're able to get outside, that you're able to take a shower and take a bath. Because, and then, you know, and in your heart, as you do that, you know, that was God because you couldn't have mustered that strength in yourself. And in your heart, you know, what we always read so flippantly during times when we are, you know, our regular times and everything is going well that we do not really look into. We get to believe so deeply in our hearts more than ever before that it's true that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Amen. So let's close up in prayer and let me cover you up in prayer. And you also get to believe, you know, that you can do everything through Christ who strengthens you. But you also get to believe more than ever before that I am loved and not forsaken. So let's go before the Lord in prayer now. Lord Jesus, 
In Jesus' name, we come to you, God. And Father, we just believe with all of our hearts, Father God, that you are our strength, Lord Father, and you mean good for us, Lord Jesus. You do not mean for us to be tormented, Lord Jesus, by the spirit of oppression, of, of depression, or oppressed by the spirit of depression. So, Lord, we just ask, Lord Father God, for your mercy lord your grace upon us father ask that you just lift off the spirit of depression off of each one who's listening lord we rebuke it and we cast it out into the lake of fire where it belongs lord and we claim your truth father and we stand in your word father god that says that we have the mind of christ lord that the strength of the lord father the joy of the lord is our strength father god jesus the lord father god you go before us lord you have been in our future lord Father, you surround us with you, Lord, and we are filled with your Holy Spirit, Father God, in Jesus' name. And Father God, right now we proclaim and decree, Father God, that Lord Jesus, it just sets each and every part system of our bodies, Lord. Our emotions align in Jesus' name. Father God, with the way they are to function, Father. Father, I ask that you balance our hormones, Father. You balance ourselves, Father God. You balance our emotions, Father God, so that we may be able, Lord Jesus, to serve you, Lord. To be able to be a blessing to others, Lord, Father God. To be able to serve our families, Lord, in Jesus' name. Lord, Father God, we rest in you. Because you, we know that when we have you, we have everything. Father, for those who are listening who do not know you, Father God, if they are willing, Father, I pray, Lord, that these words from you of encouragement and hope, Lord, will be a seed in their hearts, Lord, so that they may know that there is a God who loves them and cares about them, Lord. And not only that, but he led his son, Father God, to die on Calvary for them, Lord, because such is your love for us in Jesus' name. Pour your spirit upon us, Lord. Pour your spirit upon each one listening, upon their families, upon the very places where they are, Lord. Be their comfort, Father God. Bind them, Father God, as it is written, because your word says that you bind our wounds, Father God, and you heal us, Father God. You are comfort and you are strength, Lord. Be the strength, be the comfort, Lord Jesus, in Jesus' name. And Father, we just ask, Lord, that you will help them to take every thought captive and that they will hang on to the truth like they've never done before. To your word, Lord, to who you are, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen and amen. Be blessed today. I pray that the Lord will, will give you more than enough and give you all that you need, the supply that you need for today, in emotions, in strength, and in boldness to proclaim Him, even in the midst of this. Be blessed.